Hello, welcome to Morlocks, a let's experiment podcast about finding new homes for lost and forgotten characters of Marvel Crisis Protocol. I'm your host, Lexa White, and with me this week is Suna. How are you doing today? I'm doing very well. I survived the uh, ice apocalypse here in Texas, and I am doing very well now. That's good to hear. The ice apocalypse is very scary. <laughs> yeah, it was. I had about three days where I was out of power, so it was uh, no fun. But we made it, and uh, we're good now. So, And for those who may not know you, would you mind introducing yourself? Yeah, sure. Uh, I go by Sooner5 on Discord. Um, so I'm on Discord a lot, very active on there. Feel free to talk to me or message me anytime you want. Uh, I've been playing... Uh, Marvel Crisis Protocol since pretty close to the beginning. Uh, I started about two or three months into uh, when it had probably about three or four months actually uh, from when it started and uh, I've been playing ever since. I played in all the uh, TTS uh, leagues online. I've uh, been lucky enough to manage to win a couple of them and uh, just been loving Marvel Crisis Protocol ever since. Fantastic and who did you decide to bring for us to talk about today? So, I wanted to bring a character that uh, not only I enjoy, not only in the movies, but on the table. And I decided to bring the man himself, Tony Stark, Iron Man. Cool. So, Iron Man is one of our core box characters. Um, and probably one of the most left behind characters out of the core box. Yeah, I would definitely agree with that. I think uh, if you... Just look at stats from the, the leagues. Uh, he is one of the least played characters in all of MCP. Yeah. Um, he has kind of an interesting mix of being kind of a control piece, kind of a tank piece, and kind of a damage piece. Yeah, you know, he's one of those characters where, you know, he doesn't really have a specialty. So... I think that's one reason why he gets behind. He's a little bit of a jack-of-all-trades, but sometimes, you know, if a jack-of-all-trades is not really, really good at any one of those things, they get kind of left behind. Yeah, for sure. Um, and he's also only natively in one affiliation, which is Avengers, which means that he does not have that, like, in-affiliation play. Yeah, I think that that definitely does hurt him. Um, you're already bringing uh, America's anchor uh, with uh, Captain America for four points. So to then fit in Iron Man, that's three points. You're already sitting at seven points with uh, those two characters who are, uh, you know, not thought of as as top characters. Yeah, and not while they do work together. I don't think they're quite a cohesive pair. No, I mean, I think we'll probably go over the tactics card, which is a very good tactics card. Uh, mm -hmm. I, I really do like it, and it's good. Uh, but outside of that, yeah, they don't really, you know, he, he does synergize with Friday AI. Uh, but outside of that, he just doesn't get a lot from Cap. There's no doubt. Yeah, and speaking of that tactics card, Ricochet Blast, a card I am pulling up for the first time ever because I just haven't put these two on the table at the same time. <laughs> It's a good card. It actually really is. Um, it's. Uh, I think it is a very good card too. And you know, a lot of Marvel Crisis Protocol has turned into grab extracts and run away. And uh, this card is actually pretty good into that. So for those who don't know, it's a range four seven dice attack. 
that you can make if uh, doing Iron Man's activation if he's within four of a Captain America. They both spend two. Um, and you may use it once per activation. Um, and it ignores uh, uh, range and line of sight are measured from Captain America. Which means this has and if can be effectively up to range eight away from Iron Man. And then Iron Man may re-roll any number of attack dice during this attack. Yeah, so I mean it's a, it's real good. I mean a seven dice attack where you're re-rolling all all dice, I mean that right there is just huge. Uh you then you combine, you know, you can move Captain America or double move Captain America to get him in the right spot. Uh that helps a lot. Um, so it's a very good card. I mean, you're only paying two f- for each, so it's not overly expensive. Um, so I like it. It's a good card. Yeah, for sure. Um, but I think uh, I think uh, one good thing to say for for the listeners is, you know, a lot of these tactics cards, and I shouldn't say a lot, but some of them, um, the tactics card is like another attack or something like that, like cruelty from Criminal Syndicate. Uh, this card just allows Iron Man to make that attack, so it does like it does count as one of his attack action. Yeah, I think cruelty is the only one of them so far that doesn't count as an attack action. Yeah, I believe so. You're right. Mm-hmm. But uh, Iron Man also has some of my favorite text in the game right now, which is damage reduction. Yeah. Flat damage reduction means that your defense dice pools and what amount of defense dice you have end up meaning a little bit less um, because you always have flat one success no matter how low they get you. Yeah, it's one of the best superpowers in the game. Um, I, I wouldn't probably classify it as the best, but it is uh, It is very good. It's always useful. And uh, yeah, I mean, he, he reduces one damage every time it comes in with uh, obviously, to a minimum one. Yeah, because we're not quite Thanos here. No, no. Although he does go toe-to-toe with Thanos in the movie. <laughs> not really on the game board, from what I have found. <laughs> on the other no, hand, he does not on the game On the other hand, I think he can be good friends with a Thanos. Yes, I absolutely. I That is, I have two spots for him um, that we'll get to, but uh, yeah, one of them is with big bad yeah um because he has a four die and a five dice attack and both of those get really bumped up being put into six to seven dice or when you're injured eight to nine dice um and then the big selling point of mr iron man is that he does have a beam side specifically on his flip side um four power for six dice, beam five that ignores line of sight and cover. Yeah, so it's pretty expensive at the four power with only doing six dice, but I think you're paying for a beam five. I think it's one of the longest beam, obviously. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I mean, that can cover a lot of ground. Um, so, yeah. yeah, it's a good beam. Well, sure. and if we look at it on rate, Whisper, which is the newest beam five from five sweat black bolt is what six power to do a nine dice beam five yeah and and, you know if you can pay for friday ai uh that bumps all of the attack um in the beam up two dice so that would actually be an eight dice attack yeah exactly 
So you mentioned having some ideas of where to go with this. And we mentioned Thanos earlier. What else do you have? Uh, really the two spots that I can see uh, Iron Man flourishing uh, or being the best Iron Man he can be uh, is number one is in Avengers um, with a Thanos. Um, mm-hmm. I think that, like you said, Thanos bumping his dice helps him build some power. And then you almost want to get uh, Iron Man on the flip side because once he becomes on the flip side uh, with Thanos backing him up, he can just be a monster. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, Thanos can also move models to get in that beam range uh, with Cosmic Portal. Um, of course, Death Decree only costs one yep. um, whenever you're in Avengers. Um Tony Stark's Friday AI only costs two. So, I mean, you're looking at, you know, if Tony can pay uh, six power uh, for a Unibeam and a Friday AI, it gets bumped up by Thanos for just one more power off Thanos. I mean, you're looking at a, uh, was that a 12 dice beam attack? Uh, 12 dice attack with Unibeam. The first one. Yeah, yeah and, and he only gets the this death decree on the first uh, target, but he still gets the extra two dice on the rest of the. T- well, so the way death decree works is it's when you choose the target and start making the dice pool. So you can do it at any singular target within the beam. It doesn't actually have to be the first one. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, but it, uh, yeah, it only attacks one, but still, I mean, a 12 dice and then you're rolling eight dice on the rest of them. That's, that's pretty powerful. Yeah. And you're also so, pulling out, what, 10 die builders at that point? Yes, yeah, if you're getting Friday A off, you're doing 10 dice builders. Uh, you can always do homing rockets if they are weak and physical. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, the, you know, homing rockets would be a 9 dice. Uh, it has explosive on it. You know, uh, also if you're bu- uh, pushing up Iron Man's uh, dice pool on the repulsor blast, that means you're more likely to get a push. So that adds in that control element where he can off points mm-hmm. um so yeah he comes he becomes a lot better yeah and then you oh. had another place you were so the other place i think that he could find a spot um is in criminal syndicate actually um, mm-hmm. i've been playing a lot of criminal syndicate and one thing they really lack is anybody who can sit and shoot um they do have bullseye i'm not a big bullseye fan myself um but uh, if you put this guy in as, as that spot, um, he's a tanky character who can take a hit, sit on the objective, score points, and then he has that element of being able to push people off of points to help yeah. his criminal syndicate as score. So uh, he mm-hmm. kind of fits the mold of a tanky character with a little bit of control uh, that they do like, and then they have a need for ranged attacks sometimes so he kind of would fill that need yeah for sure um i will say i there are some janky places i want to throw bullseye but that's an episode unto himself (laughs) absolutely um but i i'm i haven't gotten to touch uh criminal syndicate a lot um but he definitely that that was the place i thought of for iron man from the very beginning yeah, I think he would fit in with a lot of what they want to. Mm-hmm. And Criminal Syndicate has a lot of real interesting characters at this point. 
They do. I mean, they're they're an interesting factor. Uh, I mean, a faction. Like I said, I've I've played them a lot lately. I played them in the last league, and mm-hmm. uh, they're they're strong to an extent. Um, they rely a lot on priority. Um, if you lose priority and and your opponents have the answers for them, they're they're pretty sad. But uh, they are very strong, especially if you win. Yeah. They they seem like one of the heaviestly favored Fio teams out there right now. I would agree with that. Yeah, they they certainly really love their priority, and if they get it, they're very tough to beat. Yeah, and this is brings me to something that I have been interested in looking at with Criminal Syndicate because we are talking about a three point character here, um, of doing a kind of wider Criminal Syndicate because I've seen a lot of like Towers Criminal Syndicate playing off of Modok, but I'm. It's just like, but I'm interested in looking at a, like, we're going to have, try and go for six bodies at higher threat levels, maybe even seven, and just have, uh, make it so that your spikes deal less because, uh, are, are better for us, or, or not as impactful for us, let's say, um, because our health pools are spread across mo- more bodies, if that makes yeah. sense. Yeah, no, I, I think there's absolutely a place for a criminal syndicate list, uh, uh, either six or seven wide list. Uh, there's no doubt. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, do you want to go down that direction? Uh, yeah, I mean, I think he, if, if you're going to put him in there, I mean, like I said, I mean, he would be in there to sit on a back point so you can have Kingpin and Crossbones and other people go get into the fray. Um you know, if you do take bullseye, because if you're going to take him in, let's say a six wide uh, criminal syndicate list, uh, your base list is going to be 13 points because you have the cheapest you can in affiliation is go is, is 16 or 13 points. So yeah, uh, if you add Iron Man, then you add a two point character, you're looking, you got to play at least 18 points. Uh, so something like Mutant Madman, something like that, I think. Mm-hmm. He would be great in Mutant Madman. Yeah, he he would be solid, but Criminal Syndicate does not like the pay to flips. Nope, they do not. Nope. Um, um, but I'm looking so at. So you'd have to. Yeah, you'd have to put him. I mean, that's where you run into the problem if you're going six wide is the points because you really need two two pointers as you're unaffiliated. Mm-hmm. Um, and I and unfortunately, Iron Man is three points. Yeah. So, uh, but I'm looking yeah, at. Yeah, it gets a little tricky. I'm I'm looking at leveraging the new Terrigen Mist. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He'd be yeah, really good in that. I mean, mm-hmm. Criminal Syndicate loves Mist and Fisk. I mean, those are that's their two favorite objectives. So, yeah, he could play in that for sure. Yeah, and we can do uh five white at sixteen, and then only and then kind of leverage our higher point values to go six and seven wide. Because mm-hmm. we. I can mean, you play. could. You could easily get to seven wide, right? At twenty points. Yeah, because we're doing a thirteen point core plus a three point Iron Man, uh, Iron Man, and that's four unaffiliated, one out. That just leaves two two pointers to make yeah. uh, twenty at uh, seven wide at twenty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you can do that for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and it would be a good team. I mean, you basically would just uh, put however many models on the miss that you need to score it and you would keep the other ones back um 
and then just almost like a reinforcement, just keep bringing up healthy models as the other models get days to score the points. Mm-hmm. It would be very effective. Yeah. yeah. So I think that's a solid direction. So first, let's talk about uh, in-affiliation characters. Of course, we're bringing Kingpin for that leadership ability. Yep, we would be bringing Kingpin, we bring Taskmaster, we bring Crossbones, and we bring Bullseye, because those are all the three mm-hmm. in-affiliation characters. And then you add Iron Man to that. Like you said, that's 16. Um, so you just fill it out with the two-pointers that you like. I, I mean, personally, I would is the best two-pointer in the game, so I'd put her in there. Yep. Um, and then, I mean, I, one second. I'm catching up to you by putting all of these things in the list. There we go. Um, yeah, absolutely. And then I have a suggestion that's not that works, I think, somewhat on its own for what we're talking about, but works well with a thing that I'm going to um, suggest for out of affiliation for other point values. Um, but what do you think about Rocket Raccoon? Yeah, I mean, I think he would be a good pick. And I'll tell you why. Because, you know, you're not going to use all seven bodies to sit on the objective. If mm-hmm. we're playing Terrigen Mist, you're only going to want one or two bodies sitting on each mist. So he would be a very good one to just kind of sit around the mist, you know, in the appropriate range uh, and just double attacking people. I think he's a good pick. Yeah. Um, actually. And I go seven wide. And I think his best friend in the world is a very good criminal syndicate member. Yeah. You're just gonna have to watch getting getting you know kingpin or or somebody thrown at him. But uh, I mean, he should be staying pretty far away from the fight. Yeah. Because um, he's range five, so he can actually. I think, if I remember my math correctly, you can set him in the middle of the board and he can ma- basically take pot shots at both mists. Yes, and it'll depend on where the mists go because, you know, you get to move them after somebody secures them. But yeah. uh, it's uh, he certainly, I think he would be a, a good fit. I mean, Nebula wouldn't be bad. She unfortunately wouldn't count uh, on the objective, but mm-hmm. she could be in there to do just straight damage, which is what she does. Yeah. Um, Because, I mean, at seven wide, at this point, you're just using that model for whatever you want them to. Yeah, let's look at our just general two threat characters right now, because I can't remember them all at this point. You Uh, got Toad. Uh, You could add Toad in there. You have Black Widow, the original. Mm -hmm. Um, You have Wong. Uh, I mean, I think any of them would have a place. I don't think you really would want Black Widow. No. Yeah. I think you like Black Widow in Criminal Syndicate, but in this specific plan, I would not use her um, mm-hmm. just because she doesn't need to sit on a point. Yeah. Um, I, I'm thinking uh, we're going to do the split C4, so take Terrigen, Miss, and Mayafisk. Yeah. Um, and then probably have Gamma as a third because just they're good at Gamma. Yeah. Emma or, yeah, Infinity. They, they're they pretty good at Infinity uh, mm-hmm. formula. Um, but yeah, I'd put one of those too. Yeah. So I personally am leaning to Rocket Raccoon. I really like that character. And I think it adds something to our game plan affair for most of the time. I like um, it, yeah. I like it. So then we have three more character slots. And I will, of course, suggest... Rocket's best friend, Groot. 
Yes, I, I he is actually not bad in Criminal Syndicate because you can take We Are Groot and that helps heal your tanky characters. Yep. Um. So sure, I'm I'm good with it. And we can do on May a fifth lineup can just be, uh, Kingpin, Crossbones, Taskmaster, Groot, Iron Man, and that's a really tanky sixteen. It is, yeah. That's tough to to get people off of the mist. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And then or you the, can or the yeah, and you can use we are Groot. Uh, you can make sure Groot is on the side that you're three person committing to. Mm-hmm. Um, for the more effective heals, and also Groot can just sit on an objective and heal. He can. I, I I'm a fan of Groot. Uh, he got a lot of um. Oh, I don't know about negative, but when he first kind of came out. Uh, there wasn't a lot of affiliations, and uh, Wakanda was the big bad, and they still kind of are, but at the point, they were the best affiliation. So mm-hmm. Bert really didn't like Wakanda because they just pushed him around everywhere. But uh, he's uh, he's very good. I like him. I like him a lot on Gamma um, and Infinity. So I, I think he's got a place. Yeah. Um, so we have two more slots. Are there any characters that jump out to you? Well, I mean, I, I think if you're trying to build a criminal syndicate list, I mean, you start with do you put Modoc in there for certain, you know, certain situations? Uh, it just kind of depends on on what you're trying to go for. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we can definitely add Modoc into this roster. Um, Modoc does kind of warp lists in a way. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, if we're sticking for the wide list, um, we have our two pointers. Uh, I don't know if you want to put maybe Toad in there. So you have a flex spot. You can either pick Toad or Rocket as that last two pointer. Um, mm-hmm. The reason you would pick Toad is if there were certain extracts that were uh, chosen. Yeah, like very- if you're going into a Wakanda Nub, I think Toad is fairly solid. Yeah, Wakandan Herb, uh, I think he's pretty good in cubes because mm-hmm. uh, he can get that middle cube or something like spell books where he can go up and get that middle one and stay two away, and that just keeps him a little safer. Yeah, for sure. Um, And then, yeah. go ahead. I, I was going to say, and he kind of fits with the theme we're going for for just a, a very wide list with a mm-hmm. lot of characters. Yeah. Um. And the other kind of character that I like in Criminal Syndicate that also kind of helps with our wide strategy and gives us a flex in our three um, is uh, Proxima Midnight. Yeah, she's a great Criminal Syndicate. Yeah, and I think she's especially effective on Ds. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, I, I think she's a great addition. Mm-hmm. So that's... a. That's a real solid wide list going out from uh, from Iron Man in the Criminal Syndicate affiliation. The big question, I think, will be tactics cards. Yeah, uh, I mean, I think you want well, if we're if we have a plan of playing rockets and a Groot, I think you're going to want to take Deadly Duo and We Are Groot. Yeah, and. On 19, which is Demons Downtown, we can play, let me double check my math. Uh, yeah, uh, no. 
Wait. I think we'd have to go six wide. Yeah. We yeah. But if you, there are times where I think while while it wouldn't showcase Iron Man, I think the the team of four criminal syndicates rocket group would be very dumb. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think both of those are very good calls. Um, I think we want to go med pack as one of our restricted cards. Yeah, you want to take brace too. Uh, mm-hmm. I would, uh, with all the throws in. If you you know if you have a plan of going wide and putting rocket in there. Yeah, and I mean, also even we're, we're playing a lot of chunky ca- uh, size three or up characters anyway. Correct. Yeah. Well, an Iron Man doesn't like getting stuff thrown at him because although he has his invincible Iron Man. He is only five stamina, so a yeah. good throw can't hurt him. For sure, and Taskmaster doesn't like it either. Bullseye doesn't really like it, but he's also just kind of the annoyance. <laughs> yeah. Um. Now, are there any of the Criminal Syndicate cards that just jump out to you? In this in this particular list, I like cruelty. I, th- I think cruelty is worth playing. Mm-hmm. Um, it is uh, definitely my favorite criminal syndicate card. You don't want all according to plan in this because you don't really care about priority. Yeah, we actually kind of like the last activation because we want to push someone off the point. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So uh, the question is shadow organization. Um I, I I'm kind of falling away that a shadow organization is not a card that I want to take. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think in this particular list, I'd probably leave it out. Fair enough. I I think that's very fair. Um, so that leaves us three unaffiliated slots. Well, I am an opinion of if you are taking a six or seven wide team, I think all you got is a very good card. Very fair. Because you get in situations where you can afford to have a day's character, and if they are doing four attacks that round, um, that can be extremely beneficial. Yeah. Um, then I am trying to remember the name of a card. Uh, what is the card from the new uh, Bitter Rivals, I think? Because Ooh, we're, yeah. try- we're I... trying to force on small number of extracts that are clumped up together, so I think Bitter Rivals is going to be a real solid include. Absolutely. I'm all for Bitter Rivals. And I think our last one, if we're planning on playing Fist Scenario at all, has to be Hired Muscle, right? Yeah, given the current state of things. Unfortunately, given the state of the game, yeah. Yeah. It it, I find it it is a necessary evil. It seems. Sure is. So that that just leaves the three extracts, and this this has come together real quick. <laughs> That's because we got two great minds yeah. thinking about it, and and <laughs> we're thinking alike, which is kind of rare for this show. Usually, I have to sell people on my weirder stuff. <laughs> well, I and I, it, it does help that I've played a lot of Criminal Syndicate lately, and we're we're building a Criminal Syndicate list. So yeah. Mm-hmm. So, what type of uh, extracts does Criminal Syndicate like? Uh, usually, they like uh, cubes because cubes. they yep. have multiple 
Yeah, there are multiple people who can negate some damage on the cubes. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think, uh, and especially if we're running a wide criminal syndicate list, uh, you want a lot of extracts on the table. I think you definitely want spider infected. Okay. Um, and then the last one, I don't think you want hammers because you don't want your, you know, six or seven characters getting killed really easily. Mm-hmm. And I don't um, think we really want panic either. No, I mean, we're not going for a hired muscle play at all here. And, and we don't generate. Very- yeah, we don't generate power. the extra power. So I think oh. of the wide-ish stuff, I think we have to go with Montessi then. Because I don't think oh. we want a single extract game. Yeah, and I think, I mean, this last one is, you know, I don't want to say it's a throwaway, but I think you'd be playing either Cubes or Spider-Infected. Yeah, in most cases. I think the only time I would pull Montesi out is if I'm looking over my opponent's team and I'm seeing a lot of weakness to energy. Yeah. Um, Call. But that's off the side. So let's, let's actually do math here. I know, we're playing a board game. Why are we doing math? Um, starting with 14 points, we end up running into a little bit of an issue right at the gate. Because we have a 10-point core with, with IMN would leave us a point down. Um, yeah, so what you're going to have to do Mm-hmm. is we're going to have to take out one of our flex. So who is the last flex three we put in? Proxima Midnight. We're going to have to take her out and put in Green Goblin. Yeah, who I am fine putting in a list. I love myself some Green Goblin. Yep. Yeah, so he would have to go in there. So, yeah, that would complete 14. Yeah, and I, I don't, I'm not mad at a team of, like, Green Goblin, Kingpin, Taskmaster, Iron Man on 14. Yeah, and I think we had too many unaffiliated three characters anyway, because there's no no way we're ever going to get all those in a list. Yeah. So yeah, we, I think getting that that that's a good switch. Mm-hmm. Very fair. Um, Fifteen. We have uh, Iron Man, Kingpin, Taskmaster. One of us we uh, either both probably Crossbones. Yeah. Um, maybe Crossbones unless you're. Yeah, crossbones unless you're running into like a lot of mystic or energy on the other side of the table. Well, I'm more thinking uh, crossbones unless you are playing hub, because I think Bullseye is also not a terrible hub runner. Because of his uh, out-of-activation movement. Yep, potting shot is a very good ability. Um, I love playing both him and Agent Widow in the same game and just running away constantly. <laughs> Like, Bullseye and Avengers, real solid. Um, But then we we get one of those two, and then we get Iron Man and one of our twos, um, depending on the scenario, either Quay or or Rocket. I don't mind Rocket on on Gamma Wave. Yeah, he's great on Gamma Wave. Hold the back point, influence the middle. Yeah, yeah, no, I mean, he's good. You have Iron Man to sit on the back point, but, mm-hmm. I mean, Rocket is a, a great Gamma Wave. Yeah, but it's like, and then you can push Iron Man up and influence their back point with his pushes, mm-hmm. which I don't mind, but you also have Okoye as an option. Um, 16, we go into Kingpin, Taskmaster, 
that's seven. Uh, and then we get two, three, so 16 would be Kingpin, Taskmaster, Crossbones, Groot, Iron Man, which I'm not going to complain about. No, that's a tanky team. Yeah, that's a real tanky team. 17, we get into... I think we also need Green Goblin on 17. Um, so we go Kingpin. Uh, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To make it affiliated, we do. You're yeah. right. So we go Kingpin, Taskmaster, Green Goblin, Iron Man, and uh, Groot. Hmm. Which, I'm not complaining about that. Then we go up to 18, where we would be... We get into a sixth white here. Because we go Correct. Kingpin, Taskmaster, Bullseye, Akoi... Uh, sorry. Yes, Akoi. Uh, Crossbones, and Iron Man. Yes. And then 19, we turn that Akoi into a Groot, or we turn Bullseye into a Green Goblin. Either or. And then at 20, we turn... I think you have to go Green Goblin, because if you turn a Bullseye into a Groot, I don't think you're... No, Akoi into a Groot. Okay, Akoi. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we turn a 2 into a 3, or a 3 into a 4. Gotcha. Um, and then at 20, we pl- end up playing seven wide on Terrigen Myths. Yeah, like it. Yeah, and I think we have an interesting tactics card spread. I think the only question I really have is, do we bring in Deadly Duo? We're trying to get Iron Man into every team, and that kind of forces out our ability to play Deadly Duo at point levels. We're, yeah, I agree. No, I mean, if we're, yeah, and the point is to get Iron Man in um, to list. So, yeah, I mean, if we're not playing... The only time you would use it is a twenty-point Terrigen miss. So, I mean, is it worth it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that brings up what do we want to replace it with? And there's there's a couple interesting options. Um, I am a big fan of Battle Lust. Yeah, with the push. Yeah, just getting the push. We actually have a fair bit of range damage, so uh, maybe uh, heavy firepower. Would be something, but I'm not 100% sure on that one. Um, Marked for Death, I think, is always a good option uh, with the current prevalence of Web Warriors. Um, I don't know. Is anything jumping out to you? Oh, not really. I mean, you could always... I mean, Marked for Death, not not a bad choice. You can always slot in... um, Shadow organization. You could. Six. If you're going really wide, follow me is not a horrible card. Mm-hmm. Um, but the big question, because we are playing on Terrigen Myth, which is going to be limiting our, uh, our power gain anyway, will we ever have enough power? I, th- I think uh, Mark for Death might be the call. Yeah, let's go for Mark for Death to counter Web Warriors. Yeah, Trust and- me. I love countering Web Warriors because they are my my nemesis right now, so I'm all for it. Yeah, and it doesn't just counter Web Warriors. It also deals really well with uh, Mystique, turning off her invisibility. Um, You turn off Strange's rerolls if you want to. Um, It also... Storm. Storm. Actually, does Storms go away? It doesn't because it's not stealth. Welcome to my pet peeve about about Storm. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, hers doesn't go away. Yeah. Um 
but then uh but you also i think the most effective use i've found is actually start of activation turn their long mover into a short Mm -hmm. yeah so like black panther angela just really neuter their ability to get around the board and do what they want to do yeah i'm i'm all for mark for death yeah so i think i think we have a really solid and uh roster for uh iron man in the criminal syndicate which feels weird but also appropriate Yep. Uh, and so we have Iron Man, Kingpin, Taskmaster, Bullseye, Okoye, Crossbones, Rocket, Groot, Toad, and Green Goblin. Which I am sideways realizing that we have we can technically backdoor into uh Spider Foes at fourteen. Yeah, pretty much any uh any criminal syndicate where you're taking Green Goblin, you have a lot of options to go Spider Foes. Yeah. Which is is kind of one of the reasons that I like bringing, not that I think he would fit here because of what our plan is, but I do like Doc Ock as a criminal syndicate member. Yeah. And that gives you well-laid plans in criminal syndicate, which I think is slept on. Yeah, the problem is, is he would have to replace Iron Man, and that's yeah. that's the guy to our list. Exactly. That's why I said he wouldn't <laughs> fit here. Uh-huh. Uh, and then we're bringing We Are Groot, Marked for Death, Medpack, Brace, Cruelty, All You've Got, Bitter Rivals, and Hired Muscle for our Tactics cards. And for Crisis cards, we have Terrigen, Cloud, Sweep Over City, Mayor Fist's House to Find Missing Witnesses, Game Away Sweeps Across the Midwest, Struggle for the Cosmic Cube, Spider Infected Invade Manhattan, and the Montesi Formula find- Found. Blah, 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 blah. Some of those are almost tongue twisters. They're they're extremely hard. I, I call them all by one word, so you did a lot better than me. <laughs> I refuse to say their entire name. <laughs> mm-hmm. So yeah, so I think that's a real solid team. Uh, so would you mind telling people where they can reach out to you? Absolutely. So the best way is on Discord. Uh, my name is Sooner5. You can message me. Uh, anytime you want, I'll be happy to get back to you. Uh, I am on the Turn Zero Gaming Podcast. So we have a bi-weekly podcast that comes out. So you can go ahead and jump on there and give us a listen. We always appreciate it. And those are the best places. Mm-hmm. And if you want to find me, I am Lexa White on all the MCP discords and Gigypt on all the non-MCP discords. If you want to hear me talk about television, visit ggypt.tumblr.com. And if you want to see me play something completely different, Sunday mornings at 8 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, I sit down with Codab Games and Taryn Chef to play some custom Arkham Horror the Card Game at twitch.tv slash Games. Thank you very much for coming on, Suna. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. It was a, it was a joy. And keep experimenting, people.